This is episode number 172 of the Middle Country Public Library podcast. Hello, ladies. How are you? Good. Good. I'm Sal DiVincenzo. It's Sarah Fade with us. Hello. Nicole Rambo. Hello. And we're going to do a special episode this week. Yeah. We're going to do a trivia episode. How's that sound? We About what? Oh, Nicole. Ugh. Boy, do I have some interesting, th- <laughs> <laughs> some interesting things for you. So a lot of times these trivia episodes end up not so much being about the actual trivia. Right. It's more about the fun that I have. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, you know, look, let's be honest. It's an advertisement for the resources that we have here at the library. Yeah, right? like Statista. Yes, like Statista, yes. See, Statista is my book riot. Do you notice that? Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, All so right. I could, yeah, yeah, sure, yeah. sure. Um, but we're not going to use Satista <clears throat> on this week's episode. <laughs> oh, no. Uh-oh. I thought that we'd uh, dig deep into some of the other resources that we have in our online reference collection yeah. okay. on our website. Sure. So it's mcplibrary.org. Mm-hmm. On the homepage, you can go to either the, the children's department, the teens department, the adult department, mm-hmm. click on the link, and then see a wonderful listing of online resources that we have from ebooks of actual like you know dictionaries and textbooks and mm-hmm, all that mm-hmm, good mm-hmm. stuff mm-hmm. uh as well as online resources from like oxford mm-hmm. you've all heard of oxford i'm, I'm sure britannica Pro, britannica Bro, proquest gale we just we mm-hmm. just have this this huge gigantic collection and i thought that i would um maybe come up with some questions mm. that i can ask you that you would have been able to answer by using those resources Oh, so anything. Yes, pretty much. Trivia. Yeah. I was going to say, wait, so, but we're not using the resources. We're using our minds. You're, you're using, using our You're going to use your minds, but if you're listening at home okay. and you say, oh, I wonder how I would have answered that question, or I wonder how <laughs> I'd I I'd call the library and ask the librarian. Yeah, yes, well, we're Look there for there too, but just, I'm just, you know. No, yeah, I'm ready. Yes, I love okay. a good yes, database. Be, be difficult, be difficult. That's <laughs> the only thing I know how to do. <laughs> Okay, so uh, I don't think we're going to keep score, right? We don't have to keep score anymore. No. (laughs) (laughs) We already know I lost. You've been good. No, I think we tie. You've definitely tied. Several times. Yeah, several times you've tied. (laughs) Okay, so here's uh, question number one. So I'll I'll tell you the question. I'll tell you where it came from. So uh, which artist is best known for their near abstract paintings based on enlargements of flower and plant forms, works of great elegance and rhythmic vitality, whose sensuous forms oh, are geez. often sexually suggestive. What? It's Georgia uh, O'Keeffe. Oh, I was say Monet. Oh, well, I'll give you the choices. Okay. Oh. Okay. Okay. And then you go, but... Uh, <laughs> Andrew Wyeth, uh-huh. Georgia O'Keeffe, okay. Roy Lichtenstein... Or Jenny Saville. Oh, okay. I would have said. Jenny Saville, I'm sorry. I would have said O'Keefe. O'Keefe. O'Keefe, yes. You're right. That's from the Oxford Dictionary of Art, third edition. Mm. What? Okay, here's a science question. Uh Somewhat of a science question. Which of the following means, Mm -hmm. so which of the following four choices I'm going to give you means the following. Ocean wave caused by a large displacement of mass under the surface of the water such as an earthquake or a volcanic eruption. Tsunami. Oh. See you. I'm so sorry. so far, I yeah. tell you. <laughs> is it berm, sash, sediment, or tsunami? We both agree. We both tsunami. Agree. It's tsunami. Yes, tsunami is an ocean wave caused by large displacement mass. So uh, a berm is a platform 
of wave deposited sediment that is flat or slopes slightly landward. Wow. <clears throat> I've never heard of this before. A seish, mm-hmm. a standing wave in a body of water. Hmm. Sediment is solid, unconsolidated rock and mineral fragments, blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, mm-hmm. that's from Climate Change in Context. Oh, yes. That's a popular oh. one with the teens. It is a popular one with the teens, yes. Mm-hmm. It offers coverage of the history, politics, and ethical debates related to climate change, including impact of climate change on daily life, trading, commerce, travel, and the future of both industrialized and impoverished nations. Mm-hmm. That's a book. We have two volumes online that you can read or look up and do mm-hmm. uh, research on. Sound good, right? Yeah. Now, how good are you at your computer skills? <clears throat> I would like think one of us is better technology. than the other. All right. Well, let's Not see. Me. How many bytes in a megabyte? A, a thousand, a million, a billion, or a trillion? <laughs> what? A thousand. Wait, a megabyte? In a, a megabyte. A million. Yes. A million, a billion, or a trillion? A million. A mega million. A million. A million. You are correct. Yes. So far, you have gotten <laughs> all three questions right. <clears throat> yes, million. A uh, thousand is KB, billion is GB, gigabytes, yeah. mm-hmm. and trillion is TB, terabytes. terabytes. And that's from Computer Sciences, a four-volume online resource that you can read, reviews the history of computer science, discusses concepts and profiles, uh, contributors in the field. Oof. Yeah. Not bad, right? Riveting. <clears throat> yes. Okay. So you, uh, I'll, I'll try to wake you guys up because I feel like no, no, I'm not, no. give us give us something hard. Okay. This is going to be hard. I made this specifically okay. hard for you. Okay. Okay. <laughs> in which country, uh-huh. instead of the tooth fairy, okay, children put their teeth under the pillows at night okay. and wait for Ratoncito Perez, the tooth mouse, to mm-hmm. come and exchange them for coins. Mexico. Is it Mexico, no. Brazil, Chile, or Spain? I'll say Mexico. I'll say uh, Chile. I like to say that. Okay, so you're both wrong. Ah. <laughs> so it's both tied still, but it is Spain. Spain, okay. Uh, yes. Aww. I apologize if I pronounced the tooth mouse's actual name incorrect. I think it's pretty rad that Spain's tooth mouse, like uh-huh. their tooth fairy, yeah. actually has a name. Like you can look them up in the phone book, you know. <laughs> Oh, Perez. Perez. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that is from uh, Culture Grams, which is one of my ah, favorite yes, databases. That's a good one. Also, a good one for the kids, too. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, they've been doing it since 74. And it they're is great. And, like, they're just fun to look at. Exactly. It's good I love information. It's easy yeah. to navigate. It's a great one. Can I tell yeah. you, I go there just to read. Yeah. Because it's so interesting. Like, they have, you what? can pick, yes, you can pick <laughs> Sarah, I swear to you. <laughs> All right, that's a little overboard, Sal. No. You got you know quarter grams in your pocket. They pay no, you do, you know, do you know what I like? This is what I like doing. Sometimes when Ugh. I like just going to the map, you click on a country, mm-hmm. and then I like going to the um, the information on um, gestures and mm, family yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and dining and stuff like that. I like the recipe ones. The recipe ones yeah. are great, and they got videos on there too. And they mm-hmm. got you can play the national anthems of all the countries by clicking on the national. It's just it's a great. You need to get cable, Sal. <laughs> Oh, just kidding. Just grams. Come on. No, so what'd you what'd you do tonight? I I found out about Turkey. Yeah, I learned about Mr. Perez and yeah. the stealing teeth from I found out that in Japan when you hand someone your business card, you use two hands. Yeah, they do yeah, that for yes. a lot. And when you pour yes, stuff exactly. Like, you know, how hold it. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Okay. Here we go. 
Which of the following Suffolk County towns do residents eat the most energy slash diet snacks? Oh, what? Is it Babylon, Brookhaven, East Hampton, or Riverhead? See, this information, East, East that's, this information that's available out there is just fantastic. What are the choices? The town of Babylon, the town of Brookhaven, the town of East Hampton, or the town of Riverhead? I'll take Babylon or East Hampton. I'll take Brookhaven because it's large. Okay, you have to pick one. All right, East Hampton. East okay, Hampton. yes, you are correct. Yeah. Ah. East Hampton's number one, Babylon's yeah, number mean, three, uh-huh. Brookhaven's number two, and uh-huh. Riverhead is number four. <laughs> and this is from Demographics Now. Oh, which is a that's a very specific demographic. They get that from something called Simmons, which is an organization that goes out there and they survey people and they okay. do all that kind of stuff. And uh, from population and census data to housing expenditures, users of demographics now will access uh, will have access to demographic information including including income, housing, race, age, education, retail spending, spending, consumer expenditures, businesses, and more. Have you ever gotten surveyed? By, have you guys no. ever experienced a stranger? I've taken the American Community Survey, okay. which is that other, it kind of comes on the odd years for the for the census. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's just like the census. Mm-hmm. And they ask you questions like, you know, um, besides the demographic information, like, oh, what languages are spoken in the house and blah, blah. It's like, how long do you mm-hmm. watch television every day? Mm-hmm. Do you use a computer? Are you on the internet? Or all, the, all these different questions. Mm-hmm. And then they take those samples and they average it in and that's how they get that information. So they're not serving everybody, they're no, serving right. serving, you know, out of the group. Yeah. So yeah. Cool. Well, it's cool stuff. I think I did take actually I think I did get a phone call once a long time ago. And I was like, no. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think we might have said this in a previous episode, but when I was a kid at the mall, specifically mm-hmm. the Sunrise Mall in Massapequa, mm-hmm. uh, there was a, a survey organization that would like walk around the mall with like little little uh, clipboards and uh-huh. like would you like to take a survey today and they'd bring you back into a room oh. down like oh, one of these like yeah, narrow yeah. hallways in the mall you know the narrow yeah. like yeah, this office. sounds like a yeah. creepy Lord it is order creepy. and i can episode. i can see the wood paneling on, on the on the walls of the room i because because i did it once and you go <laughs> back so. you sit at a table and they give you like a little yeah. a little survey and they, they ask you you questions so they give you like an incentive right they yeah, give you, no, you know, yeah yeah i think i forgot what it was like a five dollar gift card yeah. or something at one of the places or yeah. back then it was a gift certificate it was a gift card <laughs> yes back then and uh, you know we'd get back on the horse and right away yeah. you know, such, a <laughs> such a long time ago okay this just shows you the you know how crazy and all over the place these resources are which of the following is the top used hybrid car in the united states mm-hmm. is it the honda civic the honda accord hybrid the toyota prius or the toyota camry hybrid the Prius. Yeah, okay, the Prius. I think it's the think top used hybrid car. So it's the top. Remember when they the brakes didn't work? Yeah, it's true. Yeah, the top used. Yes, used. Like oh, yes. What car is being sold used the most? Which hybrid car? The yes. Civic, the Accord, the Prius, or the Camry? I'll go with the. Uh... Well, before you answer, what? think about what the most popular, if it, one of the most, if not the most popular car that's out. A Honda there. Civic. Yeah. So Honda Civic. I don't know Honda Civic. Okay, you're both correct. You're both <laughs> Yes, and that comes from Edmonds. Mm. Okay, so Edmonds includes includes the prices for new and used vehicle vehicles, dealer and inventory listings, a database of national and regional incentives and rebates, vehicle test drive reviews, and tips and advice on all aspects of car purchases. Oh, I need to use this. You should use My it. My lease is coming up, and like I want to. Go into a car dealership and be like, no, yes. I know what that, because they try to 
wheel and deal you. Yes. And they take advantage if they think you don't know what you're talking about. And I'm sorry, I don't know what I'm talking about. You know, so I want to like go in and be like, no, I know. I have Edmund's information right here. That's funny because right. I did that. And they're like, that's wrong. Yeah. And I'm like, what? And I'm like, I'm leaving that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was awkward. I was like, oh, um, yeah. all yeah. right. Now, you usually have to pay for Edmunds.com, you know, the, the, mm-hmm. the, the, the premium section. But you don't yeah. when you use your library card that's here right. at Middle Country. Yeah. Come on. So keep going at them, even if they say you're wrong. That's and right. No, no. Say, I have Edmunds. Edmunds. This is interesting. Or just leave. Yeah, this is interesting. You've heard of CarMax, right? Yeah. CarMax. So in uh, 2020, they launched a partnership with CarMax that allows a driver to enter their vehicle details to get an instant, redeemable, and no-obligation ab- cash offer. So you can literally go into Edmunds, type all your information in about your car, and then CarMax will make you a cash offer for your car. How cool is that? Mm. That's cool. Some people don't want to do that that legwork. I got to tell you, for me, I much rather just bring the car to the dealer, have it traded in, you know, for whatever new I'm I'm doing. I I I can't imagine. You don't like haggling. Well, look. Nine times out of ten, the car I'm, I'm returning is over ten years old. So if they give me a thousand bucks or whatever it is, yeah. I'm like, okay, it's just like less of me to have to. No, um, I mean, I don't. Who likes it? Some people yeah. like it. Yeah. Yeah. Some people find it to be fun, but. Ugh. Yeah, they run the Carfax. They look at it. They're right, like, right, okay, right. this thing's good. And then, yeah, sometimes I like for like my older cars. I've I've uh, done that cars for kids. You know that silly oh, song yeah. on the radio. Yeah, that's that's nice too because when the cars don't run, they'll still pick it up. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is a science question. All right. Mm. What is defined as, quote, the movement of a substance from its liquid to its vapor phase? Evaporation. Is it sublimation, transpiration, osmosis, or evaporation? Well, when something evaporates, it... From liquid to gas, is it? From liquid to its vapor Vapor. phase. Oh, sorry, evaporation. The word's in there. Uh, yeah. Is that your answer? Yeah. Okay, you're both right. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, this is yeah. like, are you smarter than a fifth grader? <laughs> yeah. So sublimation no, sublimation not. is the term that describes a change of state of a material from a frozen form to a gas yeah, or okay. vice versa. Transpiration refers to the evaporation of water from a biological surface, such hmm. as leaves, skin, or lungs. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Right. Or osmosis is the movement of water across a membrane, which is selectively mm-hmm. permeable. So that's from the Gale Encyclopedia of Science. Yeah. Six volumes, fourth edition. Uh, covers a lot of science. All major areas of science, engineering, technology, as well <laughs> as mathematics and the medical and health sciences. Uh, entries typically describe scientific concepts, provide overviews of scientific areas, and in some cases, in some cases, define terms. Wow. In some cases. Okay, so. All right. We are almost done. Okay. okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Yeah. I like this. I like. Remember Brain Quest? You ever have those little Brain yes, Quest cards? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That's, that's what it feels like. I'm not encouraged to be smart in my household. No. <laughs> <laughs> I used to like memorize all the, every answer, and then I play with my cousin, and she'd like get them all wrong, and I was like, <laughs> like if you are smart, you may over, you may might overthrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We shall control the TV. Okay. Uh, in what part of the world can you find the duck-billed platypus? Oh, I know. Is it Eastern Australia, including Tasmania? Is it the Galapagos? Is it Indonesia? Or is it Madagascar? Oh, it might be Madagascar. 
It's either but, Australia but or Madagascar. Were, but they weren't in the movie Madagascar, were they? Oh, listen to this one over here. <laughs> <laughs> Thank on. you, DreamWorks. <laughs> DreamWorks. Uh, I go to Australia. Yeah, I go to Australia too. You're both right once again. This is a, a Grismix Animal Life Encyclopedia. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, They're I, weird little animals. That right? yeah. <laughs> Completely revised and updated version of the original work published in Germany in 1960. This edition incorporates recent developments in the animal world as noted by prominent advisors and contributors from the scientific community. And what's cool about this particular one is it breaks it down in like, you know, so mammals one, mammals mm-hmm. two, mm-hmm. reptiles. So you can use the down arrow on the on the database, click where you went on what you want to look for, or you can actually, all these databases, by the way, all these diction, dictionaries, encyclopedies, you can do a word search, like a keyword search, mm-hmm. and it'll go straight to the cool. entry. This is good because I know on my side, on children's side, mm-hmm. there's usually at least one or two classes that are doing animal research yeah, projects. Them, yeah. And sometimes the kids pick some real obscure animals that we don't have books on necessarily because yes. we obviously don't have we don't books on every single animal. So it's good they can use databases for mm-hmm. those or either it goes either way. Either the animal's like obscure and we don't have it, or they pick the most popular animal mm-hmm. and we don't have any left because yes. like everyone yeah. picked that animal. Yeah. So we do try to encourage them to use uh, this database as well. Awesome. Who wrote the following? If you are lucky enough to have lived in Paris as a young man, <laughs> then wherever you go for the rest of your life, it stays with you. For Paris is a movable feast. Hemingway? Okay, I'll give you the choices there. <laughs> I have uh, no idea. <laughs> Well, women. <laughs> Is it Anthony Bourdain? Oh, Ernest Ernest Hemingway. Oh, Charles de Gaulle or Woody Allen? I'm oh. going with Bourdain. Is it Woody Allen? You think it's Woody Allen? No, I'm gonna say with Hemingway. Okay, Hemingway. My man. It is Ernest Hemingway. Oh! So, yeah. <laughs> My man Hemingway. You don't want to say that. He's a jerk. Oh, was he? All right. All right. Well. All right. Fine. Be that way. Okay. Um, yeah, I threw some things in there. You know, hey. Anthony Bourdain might have said something like that, but hey. no, it was Ernest Hemingway. And actually, he had a uh, a book called Movable Feast. Ah. Uh, yes. So uh, that's from the Oxford Dictionary of American Quotations, second edition. Mm. Over 5,700 quotations available. It offers a stimulating picture of American culture and life. Up to date and thoroughly researched, the dictionary gives readers a nutshell history of what great or not so great Americans had to say about many topics. Huh. This is also another database that I'll go to, like Culturegrams, just to read. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of interesting to see what other people say. I love I loved, like, reading like Mark Twain because he was like... For his time, he was crazy witty. Uh, so um, who organized and led the Boston Tea Party? Mm-hmm. Was it Alexander Hamilton, <laughs> Ted Danson, uh, Samuel Adams, or Thomas Hutchinson? Samuel Adams? Yeah, I think it's Sam Adams. was Sam Adams. Yes, yeah. he threw the tea into the harbor, and then he started making beer. Yeah. Yep. All right. <laughs> uh, so uh, Sam Adams was the uh, the gentleman who led and organized it, um, along with the quote-unquote Sons of Liberty, who included these heavy hitters, John Adams, John Hancock, James Otis, Paul <laughs> Revere. Uh, yes. Paul so Revere. That is from the Oxford Companion to United States History. It is a volume as big and varied as the as the nation it portrays, with over fourteen hundred entries written by some nine hundred historians and other scholars. It illuminates not only America's political, diplomatic, and military history, but also social, cultural, and intellectual trends. All right. So this is a bonus question. So we've had ten questions. I think okay. you're tied. Yeah. I, I do think you're tied. So this is the this is the the this is the tiebreaker. Okay. All right. Here we go. 
In what decade did the term, as a noun, whack originate? <laughs> like that's whack? <laughs> okay. Was it, 80s or 90s. was it the 30s, the 50s, the oh. 70s, or the 90s? 90s. Whack. As an adjective, you said? Noun. As a noun. Oh. Oh, oh wait, no. So I will tell. I will give you a hint. A wha- like a whack is it a is thing. A, is a u uh, originated in the U.S. <laughs> wait, wait, what's a noun? A person, place, yes. or thing? And I will. I will tell. I'll tell you the definition. <laughs> okay. Yeah. A crazy or eccentric person. Oh, like a wackadoodle. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> that actually might that might help you with the, with the time because it's maybe kind the thirties. Then I'll, I'll change my answer to the thirties. Thirties. What, what about you, Sarah? Fifties. Is thirties, fifties, seventies, or nineties? I go fifties. Okay, the answer is the 30s. <laughs> That's what my grandma's calls people. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so used in a sentence, some whack with a grudge, some crazy person with a grudge. Uh, the adjective, uh, also U.S., was especially used with the reference to use of the drug crack. Right, crack is whack. Bad and harmful. <laughs> yes, crack yeah. is whack. Yeah. You use crack today, tomorrow you'll be bumming. Which is, oh. I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, uh, it's the back formation from the wacky adjective, in, and it's also shortened from wacky, wacko, uh, yeah. and the implication being that it is crazy to get involved with drug taking. That's what that was. Mm-hmm. And as a verb, what do you think whack means? To whack. Hit? To kill. Oh, to kill. Oh, oh, to yes. kill. Whack them. Yeah, whack them. Oh, yes. okay. So that is the yeah. uh, Oxford. I'm glad you went in that direction. It's uh, <laughs> from the Oxford Dictionary of Modern Slang, second edition. Oh, modern slang. Oh, modern slang. That's fun. Yes. Um, drawing on the unique resources of the Oxford English Dictionary and offering coverage of over 6,000 slang words and expressions uh, from all over the world. So wow. there you go. Oh, no. Was it all over the world? Yeah, yeah, from all over the world. <laughs> okay. Leave well, that in. Leave that in. I hope I hope you enjoy. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed things. this special trivia episode. And if you want to listen to older trivia episodes, including, and we always say this, the infamous Thanksgiving Thanksgiving <laughs> Day episodes, because we go up on Thursday, so we always do it crazy on Thanksgiving. Uh, visit our website mcplpodcast.com. Uh, you can email us podcast at mcplibrary.org or you can chat with us uh, comment on our Podbean site or uh, you can do that down below if you're listening on YouTube and make sure you smash that like button on YouTube smash Smash it and uh, like and subscribe so for Sarah (laughs) Fade and Nicole Rambo I'm Sal DiMincenzo we'll see you on the next show